We want our coffee in the lobby. We watch our worship on the screen. We got a rock star preacher who won't wake us from our dreams. We want our blessings yes. in our pocket. You are in universal rules of science, math, marriage. That's exactly where we go today. So if you're into that, well, the math part, the science part, not everyone's into marriage. Well, they're into they're into trying marriage, but not many are willing to work at it. Yep, that's where we go. By the way, this is the final chapter. Can you believe it? And there's more. <laughs> I know the floodgates open up. There's more content, but whether that's going to be bonus sessions or another book, I don't know. But here you go. It's got to start right here. It's got to start right now. Rules of the universe. Rules of a successful marriage. Chapter 27 from the audiobook. Every marriage is... Yep. Flawed. What makes us tick? I'm fascinated with odds and numbers and rules and science and physics that govern this world we live in and beyond. And even the atheists, by the way, thank you for sticking with me on this, can agree with me that math defines a lot of this world and everything around us. There are more stars in the sky than there are grains of sand on this earth. That simple fact is mind-boggling to me. For you to be here, the earth has to be the perfect distance from the sun, approximately 93 million miles. We move closer and we're burning up. If we move further away, we are frozen. We are just right. Well, pending any self-destruction. Starting to sound like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Now, meanwhile, our astronomers constantly studying the stars, trying to find a similar situation that can create life. Ask them. It's not easy. Fact is, the odds are astronomical, pun intended, that you are here. On top of that, your body is comprised of DNA. And some of our greatest scientific minds, Dr. Francis Collins and team cracked this code that defines our bodies from your eye color to your height. Three billion base pairs of code that define just you. And to my fellow software programmers, if you were to discover a software with intricate written code, would you presume it just showed up someday? Could that code come simply from nowhere and nobody? And anyone with a smartphone, did Instagram, Snapchat, Fortnite result from an explosion? Of course not. Things that make you go, hmm. Side note. This is one of my favorite books by Dr. Francis Collins. It's called The Language of God. If that, if that paragraph alone intrigues you, I encourage you to go buy that and read it. It's excellent. Speaking of explosions, the Big Bang. Sure, I can buy into that. And then now you hear some recent 
well, from now past uh, Dr. Hawking saying, well, it was always there, but either way, it, it does work with the Bible. What I can't buy into is that the explosion came from nothing. How do we go from absolutely nothing to a universe that we can't fully measure? And yes, I realize there's some deeper questions tied into that. But for now, let me just ask, where does mass come from? Where did it come from? And where did all the elements come from? Astronomers are, are still finding new stars and galaxies that are billions of light years away. Not, not millions of miles, billions of light years that means you are traveling at, if you're traveling at the speed of light for a billion years and you're still not at the end, FYI, one light year is 5.9 trillion miles. Every day, scientists are finding new miracles. And nobody can deny that, can deny that fact. And back in 2012, they discovered something called the God particle that looks to be the key that holds everything together. Aptly named, I say. Science seeks truth. Well, pure science seeks the truth. And well, usually unless it gets too politicized, hey, we're all flawed, right? Right. Scientists are also flawed. Yet the best scientists will seek the truth, not agendas. And science has been and will be wrong. So will I. I'm smart enough to realize that. That is why science has something called hypotheses and theories. And today, it seems that everything is stated as fact. No matter which side you're on, Everyone has become an expert in everything thanks to the dumb, dumb phone. I'm I, oh, sorry. I mean the smartphone that's in your pocket. What nobody can deny, at least of higher intelligence, is that there is a set of rules that govern our world, bodies, and universe. From math to DNA to gravity to light it all has a set of rules and order, design. The more we study, the more miracles we discover. And it is breathtaking. What is perhaps dumbfounding is how the general populace takes it all for granted. So we just got here? Yeah, the sun rises and sets every day. So what? What are the Kardashians up to? We are surrounded by miracles every day. Scientists, you have to admit that is true. The numbers and math behind everything is incredible. Hey, I thought this book was about marriage and ripping on perfect couples. <laughs> Stick with me. Well, part of it is we're going down this path to tie this all together. And since we have rules of the universe that defines how things work, wouldn't it make sense that we have certain rules that help a relationship survive and eventually thrive? And here's another tough question. As Dr. Francis Collins touches back on that book uh, about DNA and the language of God, 
Oh, here's a deep thinker. Why do we have an altruistic sense? Altruism, meaning doing something that's beyond us, where we would give up our life, for example, for for someone else. Doing just something good. Why, why do we want to do good, most of us? And why do we crave love? And on the flip side, why is there evil and jealousy? So most of us, well, yeah, most of us can all agree that good and evil does exist on this earth. And that is a fact. Just like there are laws of the universe that have set up this world, there are laws that govern our relationships. We choose what to follow. We reap the benefits of love or hate. We choose. And listen, I've clearly opened my mind to science. All I ask is that you open your mind to love and that there is potentially something greater. And back to the skeptics, let's analyze God or fairy tale for a moment. You are here. That is an amazing accomplishment in itself. Most of you skeptics love science and facts. And contrary to your assumptions, so do I. I mean, really think about the math. Not just of your parents hooking up, but the exact sperm and egg to make that happen. And then actually to further trip your mind, it's not just your parents. you got to go all the way back to the beginning of time of those couples your ancestors that had to hook up an exact sequence for you to be here. That's mind bending. And whether you believe in God or not, I guarantee you, you are looking for the following. You want to be loved. You want to be respected. You want to be heard. If you're blessed with kids, then you want to make a positive impact for them. And I could go on and on and on, but on, on the negative side, you do not want to be cheated on, right? So DNA and relationships, here's the deal. We are designed for relationships. We are hardwired. It's in our DNA for a spouse, lover, and usually for life. And I, I know where the counterpoint's coming. We're going to get to that. Yes, we're also wired for sex. No doubt about it. We'll get to that a little bit, but okay, let's go again to science. Those that get that have great and deep relationships that you can't get in the short term. And some of you say, no way. Well, according to Best Life, if you search that online, there are a few animals that are wired for life as well in their DNA, right? There's nothing other greater driving them. They mate for life. And some of them include... Well, one, lovebirds. Yes, they're, they're actually lovebirds. Check it out. Uh, old field mice. That's kind of gross, but it's referenced. Uh, yeah, maybe mice figure that out. Atlantic puffins. Cute bird, by the way. Kind of looks like a penguin. Coyotes. Wolves. Did you know that? I didn't know that. And hey, science, if we need to correct this, we will. But according to Best Life, that's what they're saying. Seahorses. That's kind of wild. Kind of weird. 
You ever heard of a dick dick? Uh, no, it's not, not, not your twisted mind, what you're thinking of. D-I-K slash D-I-K-S. They're actually kind of they're cute looking. They're, they're basically look like a deer with Disney eyes. That's only the best way I can describe it. You have to look that up as a couple if you're together. Bald eagles. Did you know bald eagles mate for life? Albatrosses. Beavers. Beavers? <laughs> Beavers mate for life. Gibbons. I, I could go on and on. If you, if you want, it's fun. Just go ahead and check that out online and uh, have some fun with that. So, okay, animals are wired. Some of them are wired for, ma- for mating for life. Okay, now we'll get to the sex part. Okay, horny people. <laughs> Uh, yes, I can buy into the argument that we are wired for sex. And you may argue that we should screw everything. (laughs) Again, I don't sugarcoat, right? I will counter that. No, no, you can't because, well, you look like Chumley from Pawn Stars. And then you say, well, no, I I look like Brad Pitt or, or Bieber or, or Kylie Jenner. And then I'll say, okay, yes, if you if you wanted, okay, then you probably could beat Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Again, something else you're going to have to look up if you're not familiar with that. Disgusted? Okay, stick with me. We're just having some fun here. This, this chapter is definitely going to be about fun. I'll also counter that there is a price for everything. You know, there's a saying that you can't cheat Mother Nature. And then others just say, no, you can't cheat God. Uh... Bottom line is, you, you, you have that volume, you're, you will get STDs eventually. And this is not a, yeah, uh, it's not turning out what you think it is. I'm just saying, look, again, science, math, et cetera. If you're with 5,000 people, and granted, of course, that's going to probably be from one night stands and everything else. So, okay, you're used protection, 1 in 100 condoms break. That's written. That's on the, that's on the label. So, Let's just go with the heterosexual angle here. 5,000 heterosexual women. Well, according to math, then you will get around 50 kids or at least 50 pregnancies, give or take a few. Now, if you're going to get caught in an interview like former NFL player Antonio Camarti, yeah, that's, a, that's a bit of a, a reach, but again, you'll have to search that. It's, it's pretty funny. You're, you're, he's trying to name his kids. It's just... It, it, you kind of start losing yourself when you have too many. You'll just have to YouTube that. Ideally, ideally, I believe we are destined to have one mate, God willing, and provide a stable house for our kids. And if you don't, then this is not the right book for you. You probably figured that out a few chapters ago, but just, yeah. That is what the owner's manual of life says. And of course, uh, for any of you life situations can change that. And I'm not debating that. But for those of you listening that still have a shot with your first marriage with kids, I have millions of couples married over 50 plus years that will back me on that. On top of that, think of the hundreds of millions of their kids and grad kids that will tell me how they admired or tell you how they admired their grandpa and grandma loving each other, being a loving beacon and example 
for how the rest of the family should strive to live. Again, remember, I, I did open that paragraph with ideally. It's not always realistically. And how many times have you read a story, and maybe it's just me because I have an eye for it, but there's so many stories in the news. It's almost daily where you'll see an old, cute couple that's married for over 65 years and ends up dying days, if not hours apart. You may call that a waste of time. I call that an epic lifetime and legacy. So how do you want to be remembered by your grandkids? Enter sarcastic reply just to make a point. Oh yes, I I remember Grandpa Earl. He ditched my grandma over 60 years ago. He was the horniest grandpa I knew. He banged the whole town and then some. I have more aunts and uncles and cousins than I can count. When he was 90, he ended up with a 19-year-old stripper named Ferrari in Boca Raton, Florida. And she ended up with all the money, by the way. So yes, whether we like it or not, there are certain rules and math that do govern us. There's certainly legacy items of how we're going to be remembered. And based on that logic that our universe runs on a set of laws and rules, shouldn't there be a set of rules for marriage and other key relationships as well? And if you don't know what the relationship rules are, I'm sorry, you're going to need to back up and start at chapter one and repeat until your spouse says, man, you got your A game. And if you slip up again, go back and repeat. Just like me, my wife, in every flawed marriage. There are no perfects. No perfect marriages. No perfect families. Be free in knowing that every marriage is flawed. And the difference between divorce and those making it to death, do they part? It is choosing, choosing to work at it. And for those deeper, choosing to follow Matt 7, 24 through 27, Jesus and his teachings of grace and mercy and forgiveness and kindness and the greatest of all, choosing to love. Time. You survived. You made it. Some of you are saying, this guy's this guy's whack. I, I am a bit crazy. But hey, as the saying goes, sometimes got to be a little insane to be sane. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Number one. Did you know that if you tempted to read your DNA that defines you, that set of 30 billion pairs, it would take you roughly 33 years straight, no breaks, no sleep. Yeah, that, that alone's a mind bender. Maybe a more apt question to ask is, look up the definition of altruism. And how do you explain that? Because that was the turning point for Dr. Francis Collins as well. Pause and reflect. Number two, have you ever calculated the odds of you being born? So we went over this before, right? So again, I'm not just talking about your parents hooking up and crossing the exact egg and sperm. I'm talking about every single couple since the beginning of time. 
that has led to you. You are a miracle. And I believe you have a purpose, but it's your job to tune in. But do you believe you are here for a reason? Pause and reflect. Number three, you're going to let me know this anyway. But I, I, again, I have no fun poking at myself clearly. Did this book suck? Or did you get stronger from it? What would you change about it? And would you recommend it to another married couple you care most about? And of course, not worth it. Yeah, I don't, I don't want it shared then. I, I just, let's, let's make sure we get this stuff right. At least the best I can that a flawed person can do. So pause and reflect. Well, that wraps it up. At least for this round, uh, like I said, I, there's a ton more material. It's so wild. I just, this feels right. This feels like a right point to, to wrap this and we'll get back to uh, some other stuff. And I just can't thank you enough for those that stuck with this and uh, have shared it. Thank you so much. And yeah, for the deeper, I am going to end in prayer like I have. And by the way, if you're on the fringe somewhere, maybe this resonated a bit. I, if, if you don't mind, if you're willing, bow your head and, and let's say a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this person listening in that's trying to either looking to get married, is already married, trying to figure out marriage, or just as a key relationship, it really could apply to all. You make it crystal clear for those that do read into the Bible, the owner's manual life, of how that should look. Of course, us in this world, we love to distort. We love to process, just like we process foods that end up hurting us. We process life. We process processed rules and we twist and we bend to try to make things work. We love shortcuts and forgive us for that. And I do thank you for Matthew 7, 24 through 27. To me, it's just such a great verse because it says not if the storms come, it says when the storms come. And some of these, some of these listeners are going through some massive, massive storms. You know exactly where they're at. And for those in doubt, will you reveal yourself to them? And may I shine your light properly. And they may, they give Jesus a shot. Say, Jesus, please come into my life. If you haven't done that, Jesus, please come into my life. Then show me. Show me as I, as I tune into this book more, maybe start in Matthew where this verse comes from. Show me how I can be a better husband or wife. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.